We are here at Good Things Festival in Brisbane with Dino from Fear Factory and Soulfly currently. How are you, my man? I am fucking doing great, and I'll tell you why I'm doing great. Because I'm in our fucking Australia, mate. I'm fucking here. And I love being here. I love playing here. I love the people here. The whole country is amazing. And uh, I'm glad it's nice and warm and hot. And, you know, we were in Melbourne and Sydney. Now we're in Brisbane. And I, I, I don't want to go home. Don't. No, nah, I don't want to go home. I think that's why I said last time. I said, man, just, just move here. And you're like, yeah, but, well, like, but you know, like, yeah, good day, cunts. You know, I, I, I got, I got the lingo down. I got the lingo down. I can yeah. do it. You yeah. might have to edit that for YouTube, but it's all right. No, then I can't. You know, <laughs> hey man, I come here to fucking rock out. I don't come here to fuck spiders, mate. I come here to fucking rock out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, do you see any uh, arachnids with their legs spread? No, because I didn't come here to fuck spiders. That's what we say. <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah, but how's how's the tour been? Been back in. Australia, man. Tour's great. We had a, we had a couple of days off to start uh, in Melbourne, which was really cool. I got to catch up with some friends, yes. you know, do that whole thing, and then uh, played the first show out in Melbourne on a on the day off. We had a an off show, it was killer, sold out, packed show, and then we played. You know, then we started the uh, Good Things Fest in Melbourne, and people fucking loved it. They came out, massive pits, people singing along to Soul Five songs. It's great, and we also did two Fear Factory songs. Body Hammer and Replica. And I'm, so... Are you and, doing that tonight? Yes. And people were fucking totally excited. And it made me feel good because it's like they want Fear Factory. They want us to come yeah. back. They want us to do something. And I can't wait. It might be a little while, but we'll, we're going to do it for sure. We're waiting, dude. We're waiting. And like, it, those songs are very important to me, as I've said to you before. Like, hearing those live, especially with Max singing them, it's going to be... Pretty cool. How's I do I do all the melodic parts. Max does the heavy parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got that. He's got the yeah. signature Max. Yes. Yeah. You know. I am a duplication. <laughs> innocent. You know, he's got the accent, but it sounds great. That was spot on. Uh, was, was, I, you know, I've been hanging out with him for thirty <laughs> years, so <laughs> I know what the guy sounds like. You know. How did going back? Because I know what year. Uh, <laughs> what day, what back in nineteen ninety nine. No, yeah, kidding. that was no before that. So. No, because I know you get you did a guest spot on the first Soulfly album. Yes. On the opener. And that, I believe, was 1996, 97, around Yeah. Yeah. A song called Eye for an Eye. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did the, the main riff with Max. It's killer. We play it tonight, and it's fucking rocking. That song is tuned down to G. If anybody knows what that is, that's like five steps lower than standard <laughs> tuning. So it's pretty fucking low. Do you remember recording that? And because back then, yes. obviously, you couldn't do things remotely, could you? It, it had to be. You went to the studio. Yep. And did it? Yeah. There's this place called Indigo Ranch, which is up in the Malibu Hills. Yeah. And Ross Robinson was the producer, and so you know, obviously, Max said, "Come down. We're up here recording," and so we just went up there and we hung out, and it was really cool facility because it's really secluded up in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. But Ross had a chef. That was there, you know. You had all the drinks you wanted. So, and they had a, they had a, a separate house where all the bands slept in. So we, you know, we get we got to hang out there. It was like a compound of just musical instruments and gear and just musicians and hanging out there with Max and just getting into that vibe. 
was amazing, and uh, doing that song was was killer. Because right at that time, that's when I guess you know that's probably a lot. But Roadrunner, you guys were on Roadrunner, like it was at its complete peak. Oh yeah, at that time. Oh yeah, you know what was it? What was that like? Because as a fan, every man his dog. If you if you had a Fear Factory seat, you had a Soulfly seat, you had a Cold Jamie. It all came hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. So what was it like like being part of that scene that was just at? It was a it was a great scene because. Roadrunner was the kind of label that was trusted for metal. Yeah. So if you saw any band with the Roadrunner logo on it, people would buy it and they would instantly love it because uh, one of the A&R guys who used to be there, his name was Monty Connor, yes. was the guy who signed us. He signed Sepultura and many other bands. Um, he saw something and he just brought the right bands over, right? And it was it was a great peak moment because everybody started going gold. You know, Cold Chamber, Fear Factory, Sepultura, Typo Negative. There was a lot of gold records coming out at that time, and they just pretty much dominated. And if, like, there was festivals that you would go to, and people would call it the Roadrunner Fest because there was so many Roadrunner bands that were on it. And it, it, it was a great time to be a part of all that, all pretty much through the beginning to the end of the '90s into the 2000s. Do you remember when you first got your gold record? When you actually held that? Because that would have been pretty momentous moment in your life of course i didn't know we were going to get it i didn't know we went gold yet and it was it was uh well the main one was obsolete because that was gold in america so i didn't know we had reached gold yet so we were on tour in new york because that's where the roadrunner records was based out of they actually came to the show and didn't tell us so after we got off stage we went straight to the dressing room and they were like yeah all these all these like like those uh, confetti kind of things you pull with shoots out confetti champagne bottles were popping we're like what the hell's going on what a party you know oh you guys got gold record like what and so we were so excited that we got that that's insane that's insane because I remember being but that be- dude but before that we actually got a platinum record from the Mortal Kombat soundtrack yes that we were on tour with Iron Maiden in 1996 and we got that record and we were like ah, you know but that wasn't necessarily our accolade that was like you know it was a combination of bands it was the soundtrack that went yes that went platinum so th- that felt good but it didn't feel as good as when you do it yourself with your own band you know what i mean because man that was how i heard you i told you that last time like i was watching i was at the cinema with my mate shout out to shane and we when when you know scorpion comes up and we hear this dude <laughs> and completely changed the game for us man and watching you a big day out 97 and just it's just it was just such an incredible time for us yeah that that soundtrack opened the doors for us a lot as well i mean d manufacturer in general opened the doors that that was a whole heaps miles away from you know what we were doing on solo winning machine that record was just like it, it, it really connected with a lot of people, right? And then all of a sudden we're on the soundtrack and it was like, boom, and it just really, you know, we saw the, you know, more and more people coming to our shows, more and more other bands were recognizing us. Ozzy took us out, Iron Maiden took us on tour, Megadeth, Sepultura, all these bands started taking us on tour yeah. that we would, we've never gotten before. You know what I mean? So it really opened the door for us. And a funny thing too is, when we were writing D Manufacture, um, the the movie company actually reached out to us and said, "Hey, can you write a song for Mortal Kombat soundtrack, in particular?" And so we wrote a song called "Self Bias Resistor" 
for the actual movie. But we finished the album, and they go, well, we don't want that track. We want Zero Signal. And they chose Zero Signal, and they kind of chopped it up and put it in the movie. It was really cool. And, and but, but we specifically wrote South by Resistor. A little bit of trivia there for you. That is something I didn't know. Yeah. That's something I did not now, know. Now, another thing, too, is like we were kind of like, I want to say, one of the bands that really pushed for more metal. In, in video games because our drummer at the time was really into video games so he would go to all those video uh, convention video game conventions and have a backpack full of of you know uh, our remixes like Fears the Mind Killer and D-Manufacture album we had those like um, instrumental versions and he was there handing them out to video game companies at these conventions and then you know for a while there we weren't getting any calls and like Six months later, boom, there was calling, calling, calling. Everybody's like, we love this. we got to put this in video games. So there's so many games we came out in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't even name them all, but there is at least 25, 30. Just, yeah, I just remember, like, it just for us, being in high school, just opened so many doors as well. But Soulfly as well, like, that's someone wants to know. But, hold on. Oh, yeah. Before okay, you ask that back. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, I ask yeah. that question. D-Man, uh, Australia was the first country... That we had a gold record in for D manufacture. It's true. It, there you go. Here it is. It's right here. Thank oh. you, fucking Straya. Thank ya. There it is. There. Well, I got the vinyl there too. But, man, I was going to ask, how did you cram all those Soulfly songs in in that time? Did you learn the whole, or did you have a certain amount of songs? I'm talking about for this tour. I mean, for, yeah, the, for the tour. For the wall. I've been touring with Soulfly for about a year and a half now. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Max gave me about 25 songs to learn, and I just learned them, and that was it. And then we just, and then we went over, we went through the set list of what he wanted to play, and then we just rehearsed it. And so, but Max is also very spontaneous, so there are times where he'll throw other songs that are not on the set list. He'll throw other songs on there, and you got to know it. So how? So the 25, but did you throw a couple of extras in there just in case? Well, I learned 25, yeah. right? But then we didn't play 25 songs live. We just played like, you know, 18 or 19 or something like that. But sometimes you would throw a Sepultura song in there. And like, oh, shit, you got to learn it. You got you to get it down. You got to be ready. And I, he's like a conductor on stage as well. He'll like, he likes to, he likes to you know, that, that's his element. That's where he likes to, these are his songs. These are his babies. So he likes to kind of control where the music is going to go. I love it because it's spontaneity. You know what I mean? Because Fear Factory, we're, we're like a machine. Everything is like, you know, precise, right? And there's no mucking around, right? But with Soulfly, there's a little bit more looseness and more vibe. And, and it's, it's in some ways, it's, it's really cool because it keeps you on your toes. And I love it. It challenges you every day. And I love it. What about... I read somewhere that Divine Heresy, you're going to be getting back into that as well with Lionheart. Yes, Heart. yes. He's not only yes. like, a, man, one of the best vocalists in metal, I think, but also an absolute Aussie and a sweetheart. Yes, too. Aussie, Aussie, mate. Um, she, uh, She's amazing. Yeah, I've known her for oof, a while now, maybe 10, maybe 8 to 10 years around there. Yeah. I knew I knew about her band Once a Human and stuff like that. Um but I originally auditioned her for Fear Factory, but if you, uh, Burton has more of a baritone voice, yes, yeah, yeah. and her voice is more of a higher register, so it didn't exactly, uh, the classic Fear Factory songs didn't, you know, it's, yeah. 
she couldn't really hit that low register like that. So I decided, okay, well, she's too good of a singer to not do something with her. So I decided to do Divine Heresy with her, which I think is a great fit, really great fit. She fits in there naturally. It's really good. So, yeah, we have another vocalist, and his name is... And he's going to be coming here. And so, yeah, we're going to be touring next year starting February with uh, Fear Factory, Static X, Mushroom Head, Dope, and a few other bands, and it's going to be killer. And I'm hoping we get to come back here sooner than later. But, my, but, my, but 2023 is pretty much booked up. Well, I'll be there. Where, where, be where in the States? No, no, no. Just no, kidding. No. Just you, I said, oh, you, you put me in your suitcase and ship me back for that because that's <laughs> what you're doing. Have you locked that in? That's the... Um, the, oh, I forgot the name of it. It's, it's happening. Which festival? Which festival? Oh, I'm not. You're talking about the one in Vegas? Yes. The Sick World? Yes. Um, I'm not supposed to say anything yet. Oh, edit Jack. But I'm not playing with Soulfly. At least okay. I don't think so. It depends. Okay. It depends. All right. Okay. Depends. All right. Man, I would love to see that. I'd love to see that down here. Okay, that festival is insane. It's festival. They're going to have six stages and at least 50 bands, or maybe more, I don't know. But these are all classic bands, too, of that era. Of I think it's pretty much the 90s era of yeah, bands, man. you know what I mean? And it's just going to be insane. That, I, personally, I think that's where it's at, man. I think everybody's probably like playing like 30 minutes each. Man. Just take me with you, dude. I don't, sorry, tell, tell my wife but, I'm somewhere. But from what I hear, the stages are going to be... Like if you just turn one way, you see one turn bat. Next way, you see the other band. So I think it's gonna be. All your mates are gonna be there, like men. Like, Everyone, it's gonna be like a high school reunion. Dude, Dez, <laughs> who else? There's so many, and there's bands that. I just wish I could. Well, it's Corn, Deftones, yeah, yeah, System yeah, yeah, of a yeah. Down. And he, he, there's so many bands. Have you caught up with those dudes, the Deftones? Dudes? Yeah. 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 All your bros are here. Uh, Sorry, what are you uh, Max is going to sing Heads Up tonight with Deftones. You just gave it away. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. This goes up in a couple of days. I will be there. So there you go. You can spread it out as much as you want. Man, that's incredible. I didn't, I didn't know it was a surprise. I, I didn't either. <laughs> Man. So what else is happening? Of course, you, you, you can't tell me the new vocalist. It's not going to happen. No, not yet. Not, not yet. on. Okay. Not so. Not on your show. This early. Okay. This early. All right. Okay. A little too early. I'm hanging you know, here. The thing about it is, okay. the thing about it is, everybody's expecting it to be this massive yes. rock star dude coming in. Yeah. But it's not that. It's not that at all. The guy's basically kind of a unknown. Yeah. You know, there are some Fear Factory, uh, Fear Factory fans that kind of know who it is, but they don't really know yet. Okay. And he's. Super talented guy. He sounds like, you know, the classic Burton from like D Manufacture Obsolete era. Yeah, nice. Okay. So yeah, he's a young, he's a younger guy, thirty six years old compared to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's younger. Um, I threw my name into the hat, and you and, and nobody you picked know. it. Nobody <laughs> picked it. <laughs> you replied and said he's good, but he's not Fear Factory good. And I was like, okay, well, which, that's who, right. your name, you, yeah, your personal name. Yeah, no, well, my mate said it over. Oh, you made sense over, okay. Yeah, yeah, I took the compliment. At least that was but nice. You were, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, but 
I know. I'm not. I'm. I'm not cut out to the Fear Factory type of stuff. At least I didn't say, "Nah, he's a fuck cunt." No. You should have, and I would have been like, "Dino said I was fucked, so that's okay, <laughs> and that's all right." But um, I think we're getting told to wrap up. But Dino, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you, bro. This is amazing. Always um, a pleasure. Yeah, and uh, of course we can't wait to see you down but, here. But yeah, well, you got some new news. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I was saying that because we kind of jumped off subject, yeah. we are. I have been working on a new record. Yes. I'm about six songs in, so I want to have it out, or at least be ready to to go by summer next year. Our summer, our summer next year, which is August September. Yes. Okay. July August September. Has it got a name yet? No, yes. Oh. But I can't tell you that. Come on. No, I'm not. You can't, man. You can't play. Okay. Me when I get, when I'm ready to reveal the name, I'll give it to you exclusively. Promise. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. You heard that. <laughs> got idea. You got a witness here. And so the name of the record is. Did you get that? I did. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. But, yes. Um, <laughs> dude, thank you again for hanging out the show. No we problem. can't wait to see you rip it up at with Soulfly tonight. Uh, we will have all the links for uh, everything Fear Factory and Soulfly, and we'll see you very soon. Thank you, mates. Dude.